Hello and welcome back to Green Planet. My name's Lucy and I'm going to be your host. Today we're focused on microfibers. We're going to be discussing what they're about and uh, where they come from. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Green Planet. So, microfibers. Last week I talked a little bit about microplastics and microfibers are a form of microplastics. I'll explain a bit more about microplastics again. They're tiny bits of plastics and they're sometimes defined as being less than 5 millimeters long and they are made in two main ways. The first is when tiny bits of plastic are made on purpose for example the small plastic beads called microbeads or glitter the other way microplastics are made is when bigger pieces of plastic break up into smaller pieces so plastic bags and plastic bottles in the ocean might break down to tiny pieces of plastic and then they're a big threat to animals and fish As I said before, microfibers are a form of microplastics. Microfibers are tiny fibers of plastic from synthetic materials that may come from your clothes or duvets. Synthetic materials that produce microfibers like this include polyester, nylon, acrylic and polymade. When you wear clothes made from new materials like these, a few fibres shed off. Not only this, but a lot of fibres come off in the washing machine. Not only do a lot of fibres come off, but they have a direct tunnel to the ocean as well. This is a really big problem. Did you know a fleece jacket could be responsible for releasing as many as 250,000 microfibres? But don't worry. Hope is not lost. There are still plenty of things you can do to stop releasing as many microfibers. One thing you can do is try buying fewer clothes. This may be quite hard for kids who are constantly growing, but try and keep the clothes you have for as long as you can and try and cut out fast fashion from your wardrobe. The second thing you can try and do is try and buy fewer synthetic clothes. If you do grow out of your clothes or decide to buy some new ones, try to buy fewer synthetic ones and try and buy more natural ones like cotton or wool. You just have to look at the label before you buy them and it's not a lot of effort. The third thing you can try and do is only wash when you have to. Of course I'm not asking you to be gross and only change your underwear once a week or anything like that. But when you get changed at the end of the day, before you just put everything in the laundry, ask yourself, do I really need to wash that or can it last another day? Another thing you can do is get a guppy wash bag. You may be wondering, what on earth is a guppy wash bag? But this bag is a great product. It filters the microplastics in your uh, washing machine and it keeps them in the bag for you, and it leaves them there for you to dispose of properly, for example, in the um, recycling or in your bin. 
A similar product is the Corable, another thing that's designed to catch the microfibers for you. So there's loads of things you can do to stop releasing as many microfibers and I definitely recommend you start doing some of them. But now it's time for this week's joke of the week. This week's joke of the week is a bit silly but I found it funny so I thought I'd put it in. The phone rang and a little boy answered. The person said, may I speak to your parents? The boy said, they're busy. Oh, is anybody else there? The person said. The boy replied, yes, the police are here. The person asked, can I speak to them? Nope, they're busy, he replied. Are there no other people there? The boy said, the firemen are here too, but they're busy. Then the person said, so the police, your parents and the firemen are here, but they're all busy. What are they doing? The boy replied, looking for me. Now, if you've got an idea for next week's joke of the week, just send them in to uh, one underscore world 08 on Instagram or email me at 19howardlucy at gmail.com. I really would like your input. Just send them over and you might have next week's joke of the week. Now it's time for green news. This week's green news is about the improvement in air quality of the past month. Clean air in Europe during lockdown leads to 11,000 fewer deaths. The improvement in air quality over the past month of the coronavirus lockdown has led to a huge decrease in, of deaths from pollution in the UK and elsewhere in Europe, revealed a recent study. Sharp falls in road traffic and industrial emissions have also resulted in 1.3 million fewer days of work absence, 6,000 fewer children developing asthma, 1,900 avoided emergency room visits and 600 fewer preterm births. According to the Centre for Research on Energy and Clean Air, while the pandemic continues to take a terrible toll, more than 220,000 deaths worldwide since the start of the year. The authors of the report say the response had offered a glimpse of the cleaner, healthier environment that is possible if the world shifts away from polluting fossil fuel industries. I read this article on the Guardian website and I just can't believe how much pollution we can get rid of if we just stop burning fossil fuels even for a pandemic like this. And I thought it was quite fascinating. But now it's time for an interview with Liz Stanton, who is a Greenpeace activist. Hi Liz, I'd just like to start off by saying welcome to the show. And your first question is, I understand that you are a Greenpeace activist, but what is your role and what do you do? So I'm the area networker. Um, I organise meetings. I get people to come along. I get them to uh, engage with Greenpeace. I get them to do stalls, um, community engagement in towns, town centres where we ask people to do certain things. So um, just generally organise everything that Greenpeace asks me to organise in in Preston. So whilst I'm doing it in Preston, other people are doing it in other towns. And in fact, people are doing it all over the world because Greenpeace is actually a, an international organisation. So you're quite a big role in Preston's Greenpeace community, but what inspired you to get involved? 
what inspired me to get involved was um, when I had my children back in the early 1990s, I was really concerned about the state of the planet and the way things were going. And and I, I wanted to be part of the, the solution. You know, I didn't want to just moan about it. I wanted to actively do something about it. So I looked around and I found an organization called Greenpeace that I felt fitted in with what I believed about uh, the way the planet was going. And I liked the way that they were solution, solution focused. They looked for solutions to problems. They didn't just moan on about them. I'd previously been in an organisation called CND, Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament, and I am till to, to this day still with CND. Um, and they they were more in, um, they were more worried about uh, people dropping nuclear bombs on us or or things like that, which is what we worried about back in the seventies. We we really thought we were going to um, be part, you know, end up in a nuclear war, and um, and CND campaigned against that, and they still do to this day. And I think there's a lot of things that they and Greenpeace have got in common that I quite like. So you've done a lot for the environment, and you've probably heard of a lot of environmental people. Who would you say is your environmental role model? My environmental role model, I'd say at the moment, um, definitely John Sovan. He's the chief executive of uh, Greenpeace. Um, I like what he says about issues. I like his approach uh, to dealing with issues and things like that. Um, I'm also massively inspired by Greta Thunberg. Um, you know, for a young girl to inspire people the way she does, to get people out on school strikes, um, to make it personal to constantly bring it back to what are you doing to the planet i'm going to inherit i i, I like that um you know and 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 i like the way greta thunberg engages with people uh, you know I, she's hugely ins- inspirational to me i agree with you she is hugely inspirational and she's done many campaigns have you done any campaigns with greenpeace i've done a lot of campaigns with greenpeace uh i i've been um I have actually been arrested for uh, campaigning uh, up at the anti-fracking site, at the fracking site, up the road from where we are now. Um, but I got found not guilty, thank goodness. And I've campaigned against fracking for a long, long time. I've been involved with Greenpeace for um, nearly 30 years now. So you can imagine there's been quite a lot of campaigns that I've been involved with. Um, you know, so uh, I've recently been involved with uh, sending a message out to Barclays Bank to tell them to stop funding fossil fuels because as we're all trying to pull away from uh, using fossil fuels, Barclays is sneakily um, massively investing in it. So I think they invested, uh, they've, they've invested a future 86 billion pounds in future fossil fuel projects, not just ongoing ones, which considering we're supposed to be pulling away from that, you know, um, doesn't show much commitment to me. I've also been involved um, with campaigns they've had against BP of late because they're doing something similar. They keep on coming out with greenwash stories saying, um, you know, we need to stop, we need to look at solutions, but they'll be the ones that transition us over that period when really what they're doing is they're still investing in fossil fuels and and they don't seem to have any intention of... um, of pulling out from investing in fossil fuels. So um, over the years, there's been a lot of campaigns that I've been involved in. I've been involved against Drax Power Station. Um, I'm trying to think, um, years ago, um, uh, campaigning against GM food, genetically modified foods. Um, I know over the years against nuclear power 
stations, nuclear weapons, all those sort of things. So uh, as well as Greenpeace's usual stuff of um, saving the wells, I've been involved in a campaign to get people to um, know that Oreo biscuits um, gets their palm oil for making their biscuits from unsustainable um, sources in, in the uh, in the uh, Amazon forest where they, they're trashing the forest to cut it down just to grow palm oil, um, which is crazy because we need the Amazon forest. Wow, you have done a lot of campaigns with Greenpeace. And finally, you know this episode's about microfibers. So what would you say to some of the listeners who are trying to reduce their plastic waste? Keep trying, yeah. Every time you research about plastic and reducing it, you find out a little bit more. So I can remember years ago going to do a talk to a Women's Institute thing and they were talking about a thing called, uh, a video they had out called Plastic Soup that talked about the little fibres that you get of fleeces and what have you and how it had entered into the um, into the water system and, and how you could try and reduce that by uh, washing your clothes less, um, and buying certain types of clothing rather than stuff that's been made from plastic. Um, I was involved with uh, a Greenpeace campaign to uh, stop, um, to get uh, microbeads to be made illegal, where we used to have little plastic beads that we put in things like toothpaste and makeup and what have you, um, which is crazy because it's just going into the into the seas. So uh, I campaigned for, with that for, for a while, but back, back to reducing your plastic waste. Every time you research something and you look into something, you learn a bit more, your knowledge grows and you can do a little bit more about saving the planet. So, um, you know, keep reading, keep researching, keep looking into different ways to reduce your your plastic. Um, I haven't got there yet. I constantly try and look at how I can reduce my plastic. Um, I I, um, am currently in a a scheme where you can buy... um, recycled plastic heads for your toothbrushes uh, for electric toothbrushes which is fantastic it's um so they make their their uh, toothbrush heads from uh, um old um recycled plastic and then when you're done with it you send it back to the organization and then they reuse that to make new toothbrushes and, and what have you which is a a, a great scheme um I I very much look at where my clothes are coming from, what they're made from and things like that to ensure that I'm not buying any plastic that way. Um, And but, you know, even even uh, when you've thought about plastic for a long time, if you're not careful, you can be caught out by it. You you know, you're hungry, you go into a shop and you buy something or um, you you uh, you you get. pulled in by something that looks attractive and you buy it and then you realize you you've bought a load of plastic and what have you so it's for me it's about thinking 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 what am I buying taking my time with what I'm buying and researching yeah um another thing that inspires me you know Lucy is people like you people like you who are trying to get the message out there that we need to do something about our environment because you know this is your planet it's not mine yeah um, I, I'll eventually, well, it is my planet, you know what I mean, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of on this planet for a short while and then I'll leave that planet to you and it's you that has to clear up the mess that my generation and the generation before have cleared up and I hope that my generation is starting to see a way, uh, you know, starting to see that we do need to change our ways. I think if nothing else, this lockdown has shown us the impact of, um, 
you know, when we don't take notice of what we're doing to our environment. And it's also showing us how we can drastically reduce our carbon footprint on this this uh, this planet, you know, um, just by what the lockdown has forced us to do. I'm hoping when we come out of it that we might have changed our ways um, and that we might come out of this thinking, what's the green way of coming out of this? I think you're absolutely right. Well, thank you so much for coming onto the show. I very much enjoyed having you here. So goodbye, and it was very nice to meet you. Take care and goodbye. Well, now it's time for upcycling, and we're going to stick to the theme of microfibers. We're going to turn an old top into a canvas bag. Uh, all you'll need is the top, some scissors, and a paper clip as well. So first, just get an old top and cut the neck out, that's going to be like the handles. Then cut off the sleeves, but keep one of the sleeves as you'll need it later. At the bottom of the t-shirt there should be a hem bit where it's folded over and uh, sewed around the bottom. Uh, just uh, put a cut into that and turn the top inside out. Then get one of the sleeves you cut off and Cut it again so it's about an inch thick, but make sure it's still like a circle. So like, cut it so it's like an inch thick elastic band basically. Um, then then just cut the fake little elastic band so it's just a strip of fabric. Um, then poke a hole in it with the paper clip, but it may be a bit tricky. Thread the paper clip through the hole in order to use it a bit like a needle uh, in sewing. And uh, where you have made a cut in the hem, thread the paper clip through it so it's like a tunnel. Uh, and make sure the, part, the part of the sleeve comes through as well. And pull it tight and tie a knot so it's uh, the, on the end. Turn it the right way around and you should have a bag. I understand this may have been a bit confusing, but if you need a video on how to do it, you can go onto my Instagram account, uh, one underscore world 08 on Instagram, and it's the word one, not the figure. Or just look on the YouTube channel. It's named after the podcast. It's just called Green Planet. Um, um, the account's just called Green Planet may be a bit hard to find but you should be able to find it under make a canvas bag out of an old t-shirt um i'd love to hear how you get on so comment what happened below well i'm afraid that's it for today but before you go i'd just like to mention two little boys called charleston and lewis schofield they have a youtube channel about different animals and wildlife called out in the dangers if you like animals i recommend you watch that show it's very nice and very good but other than that see you next week on green planets